What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? Good morning. Healthy and alive. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful fall weather. Would like a little bit of rain, but good. I got plenty to go around. I'll send you some. I, I would I would love some rain. We haven't had any in a little while. You're just coming out of tornado season, right? You got to be uh, you got to be brave. Well, it's, it's hurricane season now. But the, the direction that the hurricanes usually travel, we don't get much from those. They usually go eastward. So we, we rarely get anything from the hurricanes. But yeah, tornado season. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we do get some tornadoes in the fall. Not as many as we do in the spring, but it does does happen. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, where do you want to start this morning? Do we want to start with the NBA? Okay. Can do. Yeah. The Los Angeles Lakers have won the uh, the NBA championship, but it doesn't that quite nobody feel, watched. Yeah, that nobody watched. It doesn't quite feel like it's an actual victory, does it? The NBA Finals crashes nearly seventy percent. It was beaten in the ratings by a random Sunday night football game. That's pretty sad. That's pretty sad. That is, you go woke, is. you go broke, you morons. On a night yeah. when the NBA broadcast is the most important game, you would think that the league would own the night. That turned out not to be the case. Go ahead. 5.6 million viewers. That's it. Is that it? Is that it? 5.6. That's the lowest in NBA history. Wow. On a That's finals. awful. That's awful. The last game of the finals. It's not like, oh, it was just, you know, game two or three or whatever. It was the last one. Yeah. That's crazy. To put that into perspective, like the, the figure represents a 66% drop overall. And to put that into perspective, okay, last night's edition of Sunday Night Football. Okay, so the Sunday Night Football game, which featured a losing Minnesota Vikings team against the Seattle Seahawks, a non-major market team, they beat out the NBA's ultimate game by earning nearly twice as many viewers with just over 12 million. Wow. And this was this was this was just a normal game, right? This was just a regular game. It's not like it was the finals. It's not like this was Super Bowl. This was no, 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 no. This was just a regular game. And be honest with you, like the Vikings and the Seahawks, who wants to watch that? So, like, seriously, who wants to watch that? I mean, if it was on for Sunday Night Football and I was in the U.S., I'd be like, eh. You know, I, I got other things to do. I, I got to wash my hair or something, you know, <laughs> what hair you have got a pretty short. Yeah, it's a little short. That's why I said I, I got better things to do. You know? Yeah. That's how yeah. much I care about uh, the Sunday night football game. <laughs> but uh, to be honest with you, I, I would have watched uh, the Atlanta Braves. I think it was the, uh, they were going against the L.A. Dodgers and the Braves won that, I believe. Uh, the heavy viewerships. Uh, losses are consistent with the disastrous viewership numbers from the first half of the series when the games drew when the games one through three drew consecutive historically low numbers. Indeed, the low numbers are consistent with the entire season of bad television viewership performances. Uh, Gee, I wonder why that might be. I I wonder why that might be. The NBA restarted a season after five months of lockdowns and all that stuff with all this this COVID crap. and they took on the social justice messaging and imagery as a centerpiece of their television broadcast. The uh, the chairman of the NBA or the whatever he is uh, came out and said that they want to 
continue to recognize social justice going forward. They want to continue to, to stand with that. But they say that they might need to reevaluate next season on what that might be. And you think yeah. you think you th you think you might want to have those ungrateful bums get off their knees and quit holding the fist yeah. to the air and actually be thankful for what they've got. Do you think you might want to do that? Do you think you might want to promote a message of unity for America, the country that allows you to to perform and to earn all that money? You think you might want to show a little bit of gratitude, possibly, rather than uh, talk about an organization that wants to violently overthrow it. And and uh, what did Keith Oberman say? Uh, expel everyone from uh, from society. You expunge you think, Donald Trump. Expunge. By the way. Expunge. Yes, expunge. And do you think you might want to get out of an association with an organization that's run by trained Marxists by their own words and say that they are looking to overthrow the Western prescribed nuclear family? You think you might want to get out of that? I mean, it might just stand to reason that you might scrape back some of those viewers you lost. Maybe. Maybe if you're lucky at this point, you people might have put it down the toilet for good. And I hope you did, to be fair. Serves you right. The free market of ideas in well, this case will sort you out. Yeah. And the free market in this case uh, as well. But let, let's look at this in comparison, right? Let's go back a few years uh, when the greatest ball player in, in NBA history was playing, by the way, uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, um, yeah. Great, yeah, player, great player. Uh, I remember yeah. I remember when I was a kid growing up, I was watching those NBA finals games with him and and Paxton and Steve Kerr and, and Scottie Pippen. You talk about good ball play, man. And they were playing yeah. against a couple of times. They were playing against the Phoenix Suns with Charles Barkley when he was still playing. And um, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, hell. Uh, Clyde, he just he just passed away here. Uh, Clyde, uh, he played for the the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Great basketball, man. I mean, that was good basketball. That really was. It was competitive. It wasn't political or any of that. It was good basketball to watch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, to to put it a comp in into perspective, all right. So back in 1998, all right. Uh, back then, we had a population of 271 million, roughly. All right, so. Oh, excuse me, 276 million. Now, the reason I'm pulling that up is we have 330 million now. So we have 60 million more potential viewers uh, that could watch, you know, 1998, that puts people old enough to comprehend basketball, right? That puts them at what, 22? Um, so just putting that in perspective, they had 36.9 million people watch back in 1998, game six of the finals, for their victory against Utah Jazz, okay? Now, obviously, people are saying that LeBron James is the best player in our, our time or what have you. They're, they've said blah, 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 whatever. He, he's a political nut job. I, 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 I was hoping they would lose, personally, just because of him. But um, nonetheless, putting it in perspective, uh, those numbers are a bit, it's a bit of a difference there. They're, they're six times lower uh, for the current game versus the one back in 1998. Now, keep in mind, we also just came out of a pandemic with no sports or very little sports. And now we're coming back into sports. People are craving sports. So the numbers should be higher now. And we've already pointed out that 60 million more potential viewers are there. So the numbers should potentially be higher, uh, but they're a sixth of what they were in 1998. I mean, what what can you conclude other than it's because they went woke? You know, I, I remember when uh, when we covered the uh, the new 
procedures for Major League Baseball on a podcast? Do you, do you remember when they first brought it back and we went through that entire procedure and everything that they came up with and you know how many people they'd be in contact with and how many people they would be exposed to going forward and all that stuff? And they would have to wear masks and wash their hands every three outs and, and all that stuff. But yet, what, what did I say? I mean, I, I, I'm a, I've been a Yankees fan for, I mean, a, a, a good a good 20 years, right? A little over that. I mean, for crying out loud, huh? Yeah. I mean, uh, here I am sitting here with yeah. the Yankees hoodie on. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm a fan. I, I played the game for 14 years. But when baseball came back and I saw all of those people out there taking knees and standing in solidarity with an organization that wants to overthrow our way of life, not just the government, but our way of life, they want to destroy the family. And you're a sports organization and you endorse this? What was it? They had one guy, one player. What was it? San Diego, San Diego Padres, the one pitcher, one guy stood up and said, I'm not going to stand with that. And the rest of you did. You think I'm going to pay money? I don't care if it's directly to your organization or to Major League Baseball as a whole. You think I'm going to pay money to watch that? I I don't care. I I don't care. I don't want to sit there and watch you play to get your political opinions and then feed them to me. I can make up my own mind. I can think for myself. I don't need you as a sports star to do any of that for me or as an actor or whatever. Your objective is to play the game, play your role or whatever and entertain me. That's your job. You have a skill. And you're very good at it because you wouldn't be where you are if you didn't possess that skill. You're one of the best. Therefore, your only job is to perform at that skill. Nothing else. You're not supposed to step outside of that. So for me, you know, sports, I've, I've lost all interest. I've lost all interest. I don't care anymore. I, I don't care what any of these organizations or any of these players have to say. And I'm not the only one that thinks that clearly. I'm certainly not the only one. The the ratings show it. People are voting with their dollars and they're walking away. And you know something? You sports organizations, you deserve it. You deserve it. Roger Goodell over there at the NFL, you deserve it. The players that, that go along with it and don't take a stand, you deserve it. The coaches that go along with it and take and don't take a stand, you deserve it. I hope you all go bankrupt. And I mean that with all sincerity. I hope you all go bankrupt. What else we got this morning? Good question. All right. So I've got the 20 best places to live in America. If you want to go over those. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's All right. hear what they think is so wonderful. Okay. All right. Well, starting with uh, your old stomping ground state, number one, Fort Collins, Colorado. I don't know much about the location uh, or, you know, the, the area, but I mean, Colorado in general is a good, good location. It's a beautiful state. Yeah, they're saying that, um, you know, set against foothills of the Rocky Mountains, vibrant, growing city, overflowing with opportunity, families with small children, creative outdoor enthusiasts, high-tech entrepreneurs. Of course, you can work pretty much anywhere on the planet now with telecommuting. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, But anyway... Uh, that's that's number one. Number two, Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'm an Ohio State fan. Well, excuse me. I was an Ohio State fan, so that doesn't work for me. Moving right along. Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, that seems to be another one. Town that defies definition. Uh, it's a sports crazy college town. Ta- oh, well, OK. Yeah. Moving right along. The problem I have with those three first right off the bat is the politics of those areas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this state one specifically. Yeah, and this one is not much better. Portland, Maine. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to live in Maine. Rochester, Minnesota. Maine. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Not yeah. Rochester, Minnesota. 
the Mayo Clinic, that's up there. Supposedly, that's one of the best hospitals in the country. I've heard Mayo Clinic. Uh, yeah. City in southeastern Minnesota's birthplace of the world-renowned medical center. Yep, perhaps unsurprisingly. Offers a warm, caring atmosphere for visitors, new residents alike. Rochester's thriving downtown, handy transportation options, and a stable economy. Asheville, North Carolina. Didn't we have a problem down there a while back? Asheville, North Carolina. I, I feel like there was it like a protest a or something down there. Uh, Oakland Park, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, Oakland Park, Kansas. Yeah, that's a, that's a strange one. Kansas uh, was far- always uh, on on like road trips. Kansas was yeah, like the, there's, there's nothing like there. it just no. It, it seemed like it went on forever. Like it's just flat, nothing farmland. Yeah. You know, nothing it's against like, Kansas. I, but I was listening to like, of course, you know they uh, they legalized marijuana out there for recreational use, and I was watching. Uh, I was I was flipping through Twitch one night on my on my uh, on my TV on the app, and I was watching one of those IRL streamers you know, in real life streamers. And just as I was flipping through, because it looked like on the preview that they were sitting there smoking. And I thought, what in the hell? So I flip over and they're having like this video podcast, right? It was a four screen split. And they're having like this video podcast is this girl sitting there smoking, smoking marijuana. And they said, is that all you do? And he says, well, I live in Kansas. There's really not a whole lot to do here other than smoke dope. So, <laughs> you know, there's, there's really not a lot there. Uh, Fargo, North Dakota. I mean, Titan. So, so far the locations they're pulling out are um, except for Kansas. I'm not really sure about Kansas, are, but so far their locations, places. like the location, well, the location themselves is actually really beautiful. Like, uh, cause I, I pulled up Asheville. It, it's actually a really pretty location. The, the, the issue that we're running into though, with most, most of these is the political leanings. If you're someone that's conservative or believes in the constitution, you're being outed. You're being basically exiled from society, excommunicated. Is that what Keith Olbermann said? Well, yeah, his his was exile, yeah, and expunge and those well, kind of words. Yeah. So remove little, them from our society. Yeah. Remove them. Yeah, yeah. That's Try them of, and convict them, and then remove them yeah. from our society. Expel them from our yeah. society. Guy sounds like yeah, he would have been uh, a good member of the Politburo in the Soviet Union, doesn't he? Yeah. Or, he does. or better yet, but better yet, he sounds like he'd be a good hack for the CCP. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Durham, North Carolina. Again, another. Su- Pretty location. Yeah. yeah. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. I actually heard Sioux Falls, South Dakota is really nice. This one. Oh, man. This one. Okay. I can't believe this one. Number 11. I Honestly, I'm just now going th- down through this list. This one. Columbus, Ohio. Uh, th- this is okay. You're, you're talking about, you're talking about like the mayor up there, the useless mayor is talking about renaming the city to conform to, uh, uh th- this, uh, th- this identity politics game. Yeah. Because of Columbus. Yeah. 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 And you notice they backed off of that because it's becoming so unpopular. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, again, it, it is like it looking is nice at it from there. a distance. It is a nice it is a nice location and everything. Right. If you're yeah, if nice you're looking at the city from a distance. Yeah, yeah I, I lived up there. It's really nice. There's a lot to do. Uh, I mean, there, there's always something to do. Uh, now, it's a, it's changed a little bit for sure. I mean, I was up there last time. I don't think they put a single patch on the road since I was there last time. I haven't touched them. I felt like I was riding a horse when I left the airport. I mean, that's what it felt like because <laughs> the roads were so bad. I'm serious. I got off a 10 hour flight yeah. from from Europe and it's like I get in the car and I'm driving out of there and I'm like, my God, like new airport hub and everything. Right. It was all done up. It was real nice. They, they did all that. Of course, they were starting on that when I left. And then I get back and I'm like, all right, well, I'll just jump on the uh, jump on the expressway here, get across town. And it was like this the whole time I was going down the road. I mean, it felt like I was riding a horse. I'm like, don't you people know how to like put a patch on a road? Seriously? Ridiculous. Lincoln, Nebraska. 
Actually, I heard that's really nice. I heard, I heard Lincoln, Nebraska is pretty nice. I have heard that before. Uh, this one, okay, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, now I know we had problems in Charlotte. Yeah, I, I know yeah. we had problems down there. Uh, good people Bismar- on both sides. Good people on both sides. Yeah, that's right. Good, <laughs> good people on both sides. <laughs> Bismarck, North Dakota. Was that before or after the tiki torches? I, I can't remember. I think that was uh, the tiki could tiki torch thing the tiki torch I think that's thing. where where that came yeah God, it was idiot. it basically it was the media misquoting it because yeah. he says right before that he says yeah you should condemn all white supremacists and neo-nazis yeah. you should and you should yeah you should and you should yeah and he specifically in there says excluding those groups the the you know the white supremacists neo-nazis all them uh there was good people on both sides but then the media just takes out the bit where he says there's good people on both sides yeah it's good people on both sides isn't that and, that, and that's what Kamala Harris said in the debate, a, a yeah. president isn't, who said that there were good can, people on both sides, groups can, that were shouting racial epithets. Huh? Can he sue over that? That's defamation. Uh, that's defamation. But I mean, I mean, it, they're going to tie it up in court. J- Trump's busy. Like they got people suing everybody all the time. Right. That, do you know how many lawsuits like they just want like the, the White House just won two lawsuits because of this mail in yeah. voting crap? One was in Wisconsin. I think the other one was, was in Pennsylvania. Media hasn't said word one about it. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And there's so going to be more. The, uh, both oh, both yeah, there's, candidates there's are hiring hundreds of, of lawyers. Oh, the Democrats are bringing in an army of lawyers. Like yeah. That's all they're doing. That We know they're going to contest. But they're saying Trump's going to contest. That's that's what's interesting about us. Anyway, uh, Ames, Iowa. Or no, I'm sorry. Bismarck, North Dakota. Bismarck, North Dakota. Actually, I always get those two. Like I always get Bismarck, North Dakota and Pierre, South Dakota. I always get them confused. I don't know why. I, I always get those two confused. And I, I don't know what it was. I think it was just the Dakotas. And, and I always got like when I was doing the states and the capitals when I was growing up, I, I could never get those two right. And I don't know why. To this day, I still don't know why. Uh, Ames, Iowa. You know, I've been out to Iowa. I know people that, that do some work out in Iowa from time to time uh, to this day. And, you know, I've had a lot of talks with people out in Iowa and they all seem to say they all seem to say the same thing. And I saw it for myself when I was out there. Do you know what Iowa has? Corn. It's about all they got. Corn and football. That's all they have. Ohio, at least we spread it around a little bit. We've got corn, football, and potatoes. Yeah, we, we spread it around a little bit. At least. Uh, Albany, New York. New York. I, I, no, it's New York. You got to deal with, uh, with with Governor Cuomo up there. I, I, I don't think so. Mm, I, I don't do think it. so. Do you know that guy? Cuomo's actually, a, that's a big no. That guy refuses to believe that, or excuse me, refuse. I was reading something on him today. He refuses to answer a question about sending COVID patients into nursing homes. He refuses to answer it. He won't even, won't even talk about it. He'll just move on to the next question. Because he knows it's bad for him. He knows what oh, he yeah. did was wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, college town. Okay. I think again, while university of Kansas does play a huge role in the city, there's much more to love Lawrence. It's got a friendly Midwestern vibe, plenty of room for your family to stretch out. Plus the economy is robust. Jobs are plentiful ranging from manufacturing to publishing data uh, to publishing and data service. That's like, that's like a suburb of, um, Kansas city. So you're right there close to a big city. You've got big city stuff to do. Um, but again, you're, other than the location being nice, like you said, small town field, you know, that kind of stuff, you're in the Midwest. So things are going to be, you're going to have that Southern hospitality that you're going to have, you know, it's going to be a pleasant stay. But as far as scenery, I hope you like flat because as, as a flatlander to another flatlander, Uh there ain't nothing to look at other than trees. (laughs) Ain't nothing to look at. Yeah. (laughs) Now this next one, there is something to look at. Uh, Salt Lake city out in Utah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now I've well. heard I've heard that Salt Lake has changed. I, I've heard Salt Lake City's changed quite a bit, and not for the better. Uh, I I hear it's still pretty nice, but that's in like the suburbs. The actual downtown area is is pretty bad. Uh, I've I've heard. I don't know much about Salt Lake other than Utah itself being as if it was another country. Other than that, is this is this a crack? Is this a crack at like Mormons or something? Is that, <laughs> it's is a crack at how yeah yeah more is it, or less is this Mormon. a dig at senator mike lee is that what this is <laughs> it's a dig at utah being a bit odd about some things and laws yeah. and did you know it just the way it feels is different did you hear biden talking about um oh what was that what was that mormon in the senate uh the one that he ran against uh that that governor you know the guy I'm talking about. That's what he said about Mitt Romney. Yeah, that's what he said about Romney. Did he not debate him at one point? Yeah, he did. Uh, so, uh, wow. Uh, unless he's doing something like I would do. Because I do that all the time with with uh, Hollywood types and celebrities and whatnot. Just because it's, I, I don't care who they are. So I'm like, yeah, you know, what's their face that played this this character? I, I don't mm-hmm. care. Uh, Corvallis, uh, I might be saying that wrong. Uh, Corvallis, Oregon. I, I'm, I'm not sure of the, about this one. Popula- population of 58,000. That's pretty small. Home to Oregon State University. It's a thriving college town. And then some city is uh, Western Oregon is home to roughly 58,000 highly educated residents. OK, you shouldn't live there. You shouldn't live there if that's the case. Highly educated residents. That means that uh, that means they're lunatics from uh, from universities. It's a college town. And it's full of highly, highly educated people. That means they're wound up nihilistic lunatics that want to overthrow society. Uh, the quality yeah. of life you'll find is uh, unparalleled thanks to its proximity to nature. Uh, but don't you worry, they'll be fixing that before long. Uh, it's laid back vibe, myriad sustainability initiatives. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's that agenda. Uh, plus, public transportation is free. Oh, oh. Well, and I wonder what your taxes are like. You're, you're just uh, stone throws away from Portland. So if you wanted to go oh. have a nice little summer of love down there in Portland... With the rest of the uh, Antifa, uh, you know, you, you just, you just know, that mayor's right that mayor's actually leading or that that woman, the, the Antifa woman is actually leading down there. That's what I heard. Um, the thing is, though, is um, the mayor there. Uh, what's his name? Ted Wheeler. It's right there on the tip. Of Wheeler. Yes. He's actually somewhat for Antifa and somewhat not. Well, I mean, he's a pansy, really. He was I down mean, there he, with Antifa yeah. and they were throwing garbage at him. Literally, they were throwing yeah. garbage at him and he, he got tear gassed and they ran him out of his own condo. He wouldn't stand up to him. Yeah. Yeah. So and the thing is, as well, uh, this um, this Antifa mayor that's or the, the, the woman that's running for mayor. Um, she was all giddy and, and happy at, at one of the debates because Biden had said that um, Antifa is not an actual organization. It's just an idea. And she was all, yeah, yeah, we're not we're not a organization. We don't do it. We're, we're an idea. OK, yeah. An idea doesn't smash your head in with a baseball bat or a crowbar as we've seen or actually happen. Or if, if you're a Trump supporter, or execute you if you're a Trump supporter. Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, ask Andy No if he thinks they're just an idea. Number 20, Iowa City, Iowa. Like I said, they got corn. They've got football. <laughs> that's that's uh, the capital of the uh, st- state of Iowa, home to the University of Iowa. Uh, it's fun, smart, and easy city to live in. It has energetic, youthful vibe of a college town mixed with a sophisticated and curious culture filled with excitement, restaurants, and famous bookstores. There's not really anything exciting about living in a college town. Just no, throwing that out there. There was a college town. Ohio University was just down the road from where I grew up. And like that's fun for about 
an afternoon. You know, it's fun yeah. for about an afternoon. It's it's good if you want to go and you want to watch, like, say, for example, a college football game. You want to watch some some higher end like sports, you know, events and things like that. If you got nothing else to do, if you want to go see a college basketball game, uh, that that kind of stuff. Yes. OK, fine. That that is something. Or if you want to go and, and check out all the different uh, restaurants and stuff that they have there and, and shopping places, because student shopping and student dining is a little bit different experience, you know, if you were in a college town. So if you want to check out, I mean, and to this day, to be fair, to this day, one of the best sub shops I've ever been into was, a, and I've mentioned it on this podcast before, it's called, it was called, it's not there anymore, unfortunately, it was, it was called the hole in the wall sub shop. And it was literally, it was like a hole in the wall. I walked past, it was on the, like the, the main, the main street where everything was, was like, that's where they had like all the shops and, and all that stuff, restaurants and, and everything else. And I walked past it probably two or three times. And I'm like, where is this place? It's literally, it was literally just a door. It was a door. It was a door. You walk in and it was like the size of your bedroom. And there, there's like one counter and a cash register and, and all the, you know, the, the stuff they made the sandwich and, and sold it to you. And off you went. Literally, that's all it was. That's why they called it the hole in the wall. I mean, it was that small. To this day, it was one of the best sandwiches I've ever eaten. It was delicious. And so you will get some interesting things like that in college towns. But yeah, other than that, we that's, that's really we have a We have a similar like uh, pizza shop around here. That's it's pretty good. And they they offer other stuff there as well, like uh, sandwiches and that sort of thing that are really good. They they have good, good food there as well. Are you call- um, no, you have a university just down the street from you, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. We, oh, okay. Yeah. University just there. Um but I was, I was going to point out, we, we, we kind of have a, 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 a fallacy, if you will, in this whole thing that we're, we're talking about, talking about how we have all these sports we could go watch or things, different things we can do. And we're in the middle of COVID. All that's shut down. None of that is relevant at this point. And the new normal that they're trying to push, none of that's no, that's not a reason to move to a location anymore. If the new normal trend continues, if they get the narrative that they want, you won't be looking to move someplace because you can go and do stuff. That's all going to be shut down. You're, you're going to be regulated on where you can live and where you can't live. And I just made it again. I just did it again. I, I made a morning show that's supposed to be lighter, depressive. And this is like the ending note. So, yeah, you know, good morning again. How dare you? I see, Bruce, when you say yes, stuff like you, that, Greta. she just she gets very angry. She gets very angry. I'm surprised, to be fair, that they didn't give her the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm really surprised. Who actually won it? I didn't I didn't pay any attention uh, The UN World Food Program for their war against hunger. They won it. Yeah. That's almost like patting themselves on the back. Like, that, hey, that's job, like, yeah, that's like I know, giving. I know they're different organizations, like the, but. Yeah, it's like giving the, the, the fox uh, that's guarding the hen house an award. It's like, good job. Uh, you, <laughs> give me a break. Give me a break. Everybody knows that Trump should have won that. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to have to go. So uh, thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. For all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.